And now, Dick Tracy. This is Dick Tracy on the case of the campus murder. Stand by for action. Let's go, man. This is Dick Tracy, protector of law and order. Well, Tracy fans, did you know that today, December 16th, is the anniversary of one of the most famous parties in history? Well, not exactly a party, but in the year 1773, 173 years ago today, the American colonists held the Boston Tea Party. Now, we've all heard about it. The reason for it was this. At that time, the colonies belonged to Great Britain, and the British government made the colonists pay a tax on just about everything they sent to America. The, the American merchants refused to buy unless the taxes were lifted, and so they finally were lifted on everything but tea. Well, the colonists refused to permit any tea to be landed, but in November 19 or 1773, two ships loaded with tea were moored in Boston Harbor, and an attempt was made to get the tea ashore. And on December 16, 1773, 60 men disguised as Indians boarded the ships, tore open the hatches, and overboard went the tea. And that was the Boston Tea Party, a victory against taxation without representation. Under our present system of government, we Americans are assured that we will never be taxed without having something to say about it. And now, Dick Tracy. Shifty Gears, a taxi driver, is suspected of the murder of Professor Kimberly, a former instructor at Calvert Academy. $10,000 was taken at the time of the murder, and Shifty's son, Joe, a student at Calvert, is suspected of having tipped off his father to the fact that Professor Kimberly would be keeping that amount of money in his room following a week of fundraising benefits. Well, among Shifty Gear's chief accusers is Tip Nichols, a member of the school's board of trustees, who bases his accusations principally on the theory that Shifty and his son, Joe, are not blue bloods and therefore are not to be trusted a theory with which Dick Tracy violently disagrees. As our story opens today, we find Duffy White, the local sheriff, and Dick Tracy rehashing the evidence at the scene of the crime, the late Professor Kimberly's office. And a minute, Sheriff. You're going to see why I think Shifty Gears is innocent. All right. Convince me. All right. Well, now let's begin with this window seat here. What do you notice about it, Sheriff? Mm, nothing much. It's sort of a little bay that juts out of the room. Right. And it's nowhere near the table where the empty strong box was. Also, this window is almost as public as a stage, Sheriff. It juts out in such a way that it can be seen from almost anywhere on the school grounds. Now, think. Would anyone in his right mind pick this spot to fight with a man and kill him? Well, but maybe Professor Kimberly struggled over to the window in an effort to call for help. Shifty Gears is a great deal stronger than the professor was. He could have pushed him around this room like a sack of straw. Hasn't something else struck you, Sheriff? What do you mean? You said that maybe the professor was trying to get to the window and call for help. Yet nobody heard him cry out, nor did anyone hear the sounds of a struggle. Yes, that's right. I hadn't thought of that. All of which indicates to me, Sheriff, that Professor Kimberly was killed by a single blow, in which case it would hardly be necessary to struggle with him in a window seat. But if that were true, there would have been blood here in the room. I know, that's got me puzzled, too. But it's not as big an inconsistency as some of the ones that crop up in your case against your feet. What was that? I don't know. It came from over there. Oh, 
Uh, that's just Professor Kimberly's cat. No one's been able to get near it since the professor's death. How did it get in here? Uh, probably followed us in when we opened the door. It's been sulking around the building for days. Now, let's hear more of your reasons. You've made some good points, but not enough. All right, Sheriff. Now, let's consider the safe in Strongbox for a moment. All the fingerprints have been carefully wiped off. And that takes time and it takes planning. And yet the person the boys saw in the window came right down the stairs and escaped in his car. Well, maybe he'd already wiped off the prints when they saw him. Oh, wait a minute, Sheriff. That would either mean that they were wiped off before the killing, which is not likely, or that the professor was already dead when the boys saw him in the window. All of which backs up Shifty's story. But what about the blood on Shifty's jacket? Well, he could have gotten that by trying to revive the professor, just as he says. Yes, he could. Well, what do you think, Sheriff? Tracy, I hate to say this, but I'm beginning to believe that you may have a point. I'm not completely convinced, but I certainly believe we ought to keep the investigation open. Well, I'm certainly glad to hear you say that. And there are a few things I'd like to... Hey, who's that coming up the walk? Well, it looks like Tip Nichols. <laughs> yeah, it is Tip, and he's heading straight this way. No, he's stopping. He looks like he's just seen a ghost. He's not seen a ghost. He's just seen the professor's cat and ran right in front of him. Yeah, and Nichols is going away again. <laughs> Maybe he's superstitious. Maybe he saw your police car parked out front. I'd like to know more about that bird. Oh, he's a stuck shirt, but he's fundamentally okay. Well, maybe we have different definitions of okay, Sheriff. I had a very unpleasant conversation with him yesterday. Yeah? What did he say? He said that Shifty Gears was obviously guilty, and Joe was his confederate because they had the misfortune to be born on the other side of the tracks. He said a lot more vicious stuff like that, but there's no sense in repeating. Yeah, I know. He's one of those people who've never done a day's work in their lives and who seem to think it makes them better than people who have. Uh, Sheriff, tell me, has, um, has he got a lot of money? No, not personally. I understand it's all tied up in a trust fund, and his mother only gives him what she thinks he needs. Uh, and why does he seem to be such a big shot around here? Well, he's descended from a fellow named Wooden Nichols, who came over on the Mayflower. You know, Tracy, when a man thinks so highly of himself, he sometimes infects other people with the same idea. I'm afraid you're right there. Well, Sheriff, what's the next step? I'd suggest we go back to my office and see if we can turn up something else that we might have overlooked before. All right, good idea. Come on in my office, Tracy. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm as much in the dark as ever. I must say, we didn't turn up much we didn't know already. You know, it would be simpler for all of us if it turns out that Shifty is really guilty. Uh, not for Shifty, it won't. Come in. Oh, yes. Uh, what is it, Flanagan? I have the report here from the city toxicologist. All right, let's have it, although I'm sure I know what it says. According to the report, the stains on Shifty Gear's jacket were blood. All right, go on. And according to the report, the blood was of the same type as Professor Kimberley's. Yes, I was sure it would be. Well, that makes it an almost airtight case. That's right, Sheriff. And yet it all could have happened the way Shifty Gear said it did. It could have, but I doubt it. Hello? Oh, okay. Send him in. It's Fowler Deeds, the district attorney. I'll bet I know what he wants to say. Uh, and I think I'll be running along. Sheriff. No, I want you to hear this, Tracy. Flanagan, let Mr. Deeds in and then see that we're not disturbed. Right, Sheriff. Hello, Flanagan. Hi, Sheriff. Mm. Hello, Fowler. You know Dick Tracy, don't you? Sure. Yes, we met at the inquest. Sit down, Fowler. What's on your mind? Well, I've... Uh... Prepared the indictment charging Shifty Gears with murder. Yes, I thought you probably would. You don't sound very enthusiastic. I wish I could be convinced of his guilt. He's guilty, all right. 
trial's really only a formality. A murder trial should never be a formality, Mr. Deeds. When a man's as guilty as Shifty Gears is, Mr. Tracy, it's hard to avoid it. I think you'd be rather surprised if I should turn up something that would prove Shifty's story, wouldn't you? I meant to talk to you two about that. About what? I want you to stop your investigation. Do you realize what you're asking? I do. We have the guilty party, and there's no sense in wasting the taxpayers' money with any more investigation. But, Fowler, I can't stop an investigation when I'm not completely convinced in my own mind that the man is guilty. Duffy, listen to me. The citizens of this town believe that Shifty Gears is guilty, and I agree with them. That's what matters. And how do you know they believe it? They've been coming to see me, and they want a conviction. Deeds, you make this whole thing sound like a Roman holiday. I'm sorry if that's the way it sounds to you, Mr. Tracy. The trustees of Calvert Academy feel that the school may suffer irreparable damage unless the case is solved quickly and cleanly. And because of this, my investigation is finished? That's right. And I need hardly remind Mr. Tracy that he has no official connection with this case and that his services never were required. Out here, we know when a person is guilty, and we know what to do about it. Well, that more or less ties my hands. Your mind seems to be made up. Don't sound so tragic, Duffy. When the case is completed, you'll see that I was right. There's no other sane conclusion to be reached. Well, good day, gentlemen. I'll be running along. Mm, goodbye. I trust you have a pleasant trip back to town, Mr. Tracy. Ah, uh, thanks, sir. Goodbye, Mr. Deeds. Well, Tracy, that's that. You mean you're dropping the investigation? Oh, what else can I do? Uh, nothing officially. But you could at least continue quietly. Oh, it would get back to the D.A., you can imagine what a row it would cause at headquarters if it became known that I went over his head and continued the investigation on my own. Well, I guess there's only one thing to do, then. What's that? Well, I have no official connection with this case, so my hands are free. I could conduct an investigation like any other private citizen. Yes. And I have more you could. freedom of action than you would, you know, mm. when you think of it. But aren't you letting yourself in for a lot of trouble? I think I'll risk it. Of course, you'll have to be pretty positive before I can act. But if you do get anything definite, I'll back you to the hilt. Good. And it's settled? It is. Well, and thanks, good luck. Sheriff. Thank you. Now, here's what I intend to do. Yeah, I'm sure tired of doing nothing but driving around in this car. Anything new on the Shifty Gears case, Dick? Yes, Ben. We're going to try Shifty for murder. Yeah, but they can't do that. They can't, but they are. But isn't Sheriff White even going to look for any more suspects? Uh, he'd like to, but his hands are tied. By whom? By the district attorney. Uh, what's the matter? Is he one of these birds that are always yammering for a conviction at any cost? Well, but I think he really thinks Shifty's guilty. Well, whether he does or doesn't, he shouldn't close his mind to the possibility that someone else may be guilty. Uh, you know, it's pretty hard to close your mind to public demands for action. Yeah, I suppose you're right, Dick. In this case, the community, and particularly the Board of Trustees of Calvert Academy, feels that its standing has been jeopardized by this murder, and, well, quite understandably, they want some action. Yeah, but there's all kinds of action. Right there, Patrick. But in this case, action means a conviction. They've got a suspect, and they've got a pretty good case against him. And they're going to hang him if they can. Poor Shifty. I said they were going to hang him if they can. What do you mean? Patrick... I don't think they can. Now, Dick, you're not going to get mixed up in this thing. I can't help it, Pat. But it's outside your district. You're sticking your chin out of foot. I know it, Patrick, but Sheriff White isn't convinced of Shifty's guilt, and I'm going to help him, even if it gets me into trouble. Trouble? Huh. Dick, it would probably cost you your position on the force. 
In a moment, we'll return to Dick Tracy. But first... Well, Tracy fans, first I'd like to take exactly 70 seconds to talk to you about a subject that is of extreme interest to both you and to me. A little bit about the American Broadcasting Company. It's ABC. That's the network you're listening to right now. I wonder if you've ever thought much about the way a network plans all the shows during the day, plans them so that everybody gets a chance to hear his favorite kind of program. That's right, for instance, when Mom's home in the mornings, we bring on a lot of good, cheerful programs she can listen to while she's working around the house. Shows like Don McNeil's Breakfast Club, Breakfast in Hollywood with Tom Brennan, and that show that's packed full of fun, Glamour Manor with Kenny Baker and Don Wilson. Now, that's a sample of the morning shows we put on for the housewives. Well, in the afternoon, we start to think about you boys and girls coming home from school and the kind of programs you like best. And that's why you'll find lots of your favorite programs in the afternoon. Shows like Dick Tracy, Terry and the Pirates, Sky King, Jack Armstrong, and Tennessee Jed. All of them coming in a row in the afternoon. So stay tuned to ABC for your shows. Now, back to Dick Tracy. Are you still going ahead with this plan of yours, Dick? I am. Yeah, but you can't conduct an unofficial investigation, Dick. You've got too much at stake. Think what you're risking. And it's a small risk, Pat, if it saves the life of an innocent man. This is a tough spot that Tracy has gotten into. How does he plan to proceed? Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, to The Adventures of Dick Tracy, produced by Charles Powers, written for radio by John Ray. This is George Gunn speaking. Stay tuned, Dick Tracy fans, for three other swell shows coming up this afternoon over most ABC stations. There's Terry and the Pirates, adapted right from the famous comic strip. And you meet up with the very same characters in the exciting adventure story. Sky King's another action-packed serial you like, for when you join Sky, you're liable to go adventuring on the ground and in the air. And then Jack Armstrong also has his turn at the ABC mic. There's never a dull moment when Jack's on the scene, whether it's at the circus or in the Sea Islands. But don't miss these great shows heard this afternoon over most of these ABC stations. This is ABC, the American.